What's good, y'all? We are back at it again with another episode of the Arung Sir podcast. Um, it's been about two weeks for us, so it's been a little second. Um, release some content on the YouTube instead of a podcast. So if you haven't tuned into my YouTube, please, please go make that move. Go subscribe. Um, Anaya Jones, that's the name of the channel. But we got a lot to talk about, okay? Since the last episode, you know, we did a little content about ESPN and Rachel. And then the same week after that, we had an NBA finals, right? Um, came down to a, you know, game. And we had the Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks. And man, did I not have my predictions correctly? <laughs> so I definitely didn't have my predictions correct. Um, we're going to just hop into that, really talk about what happened with the finals, finals MVP, all of those things. Really my thoughts, like on what happened, like how, like the NBA season is over, y'all. So moving on, unless I have the, the episode about the draft that's coming up, we're not really going to be talking about an NBA season, right? So we're going to be talking about some other things. So it's just really crazy. It's crazy how the season is really over. Like, I just can't believe it. But you guys know, before we hop into anything, we have to highlight our woman in sports. And this one, I really just want to send some love. Um, mental health is extremely important for athletes and in those communities. And I think now athletes are feeling more comfortable to speak out about it. I'm not a professional athlete, so I cannot speak on how it feels. Um, if I think athletes are being dramatic, if I think they should suck it up or whatever. Um, I think we all have to be empathetic as humans and most importantly, have sympathy, right? And so an athlete who has been going through some mental health bouts with Simone Biles, right? Our GOAT, you know, also signed with Athleta, you know, the company that I love. So we got to shout out Simone. And she was in the Olympics this year, um, wasn't really performing well. Then news came out that she was injured. And I was like, dang, like Simone's injured, uh, you know, an injury. And I'm like, okay, that's tough. And then news came out later and she was like, no, I'm not injured. I have been dealing with things with my mental health and I am pulling out of the Olympics, you know, because I just got to focus on me. Like, I'm not okay. This load is a lot and I'm not okay. Um, I respect that. First of all, I think it's super admirable just to know how to speak up about something. When you feel like you have the whole weight of the country on your back and people are depending on you. And I mean, the expectation was for her to win gold. I thought she was going to win it, right? And so, you know, she pulled out of that. And to give up those opportunities to put yourself first, that's what it's all about. We all talk about that. Shout out Nicole Lynn. I just read her book, Agent You. So if you haven't read it, go tune in. But she was just talking about, you know, putting your mental health first. At a certain point, working so hard or satisfying everybody is not worth it when you're not satisfying yourself, right? And so I'm just sending Simone love, super, super, um, a lot of prayers, um, encouragement, and really just support her way because I know that was a, a huge decision to make, right? You're sacrificing something. And most importantly, she may feel like she let her teammates down, right? Because she's on a team. And so um, just wishing her the best, seriously wishing her the best. So that's kind of who we highlighting today, uplifting her because she's amazing. She set a lot of records. She's a role model for a lot of individuals who pursue gymnastics and who are gymnasts. So just really wishing her the best, y'all. But we're going to hop right into it, okay? We came out with a king of the court, and that was Giannis Antetokounmpo, or however you pronounce dude's name. I don't even know for real. Like, does anybody know? I don't think so. But Giannis came out, got him a ring. Um... I'm, I'm, I'm a little hurt. I'm a little salty, y'all. Y'all already know because if you listen to my previous episodes, then you know I was like, hey, I'm for the Suns. Like, the Suns are going to win. CP3, D-Book. And all they did was let me down. So, you know, we're just going to hop right into that, right? So we had a series. 
Game one, July 6th. This is when the final started, okay? We had the Milwaukee Bucks, Phoenix Suns. CP3 came out, 32 points. He was hooping, right? Um, Aiden played good that day, and the Suns came out and won 11-18 to 105. I'm like, all right, yeah, here we go. It's cooking up. Like, in my mind, I'm like, bro, like, CP3 finna win a ring, okay? Game two, July 8th. Phoenix Suns have another win. So now they're 2-0, 118-108. to um, Giannis had 42 points, right? And they still lost. So I'm thinking, like, this will do it. Like, yeah. Like, shorty Giannis had 42. They still lost, you know, because the team wasn't as involved. And I remember, literally, I worked out with NBA vet Kendall Gill and a lot of other guys who are super passionate about sports, right? And so every time there's a game, we literally go out to our workout, like, before, after. We're always talking just about sports. And I'm like, Kendall, like, what you think? Like, Phoenix Sun, they 2-0. and So everybody talking. We like, yeah, yeah, you know, Giannis is um, not sharing the ball enough. Woo, woo, woo. And he got to get his teammates more involved. And, I mean, everybody's like, yeah, like, Phoenix, they got it. 2-0. Right? Um, and then Giannis was like, y'all going to eat y'all words. <laughs> it's like he heard us and knew what we said, right? Game three, July 11th. Milwaukee Bucks, 120 Phoenix Suns, 100. They got, blown, they got dubbed, y'all. Giannis came out there, put up 41 points. I'm like, okay, that's typical. So that really wasn't concerning me because I'm like, you know, usually it's always a team win two games and then another team win and then the team who's going to win the championship, they just taking over. So I'm like, all right, that ain't nothing. Of course they had to come back. Suns probably won't won go win three straight, right? So I'm hyped. I'm still good. I'm like, cool. You know, Giannis got his little game in, whatever. And then – um. It became more consistent. <laughs> so we got game four, July 14th. Milwaukee Bucks 109, Phoenix Suns 103. I'm like, all right. And now um, I'm like, okay, what's really going on now? Because I'm like, what? The, like, come on. And the Suns just didn't finish this game at all. Like, they just let it go. And so Devin Booker had 42 points this game, right? DeAndre Aiden played good, uh, but the Milwaukee Bucks literally just came out on top. Now the series 2-2. I'm like, all right, you know, now I'm, you know, sitting up a little straighter, right? I'm paying a little more attention, talking less of my stuff, right? Okay. Just wondering, like, okay, how is this playoff series going to end out? Y'all, we get to game five, July 17th. Phoenix Suns lost again. Now it's 3-2, the series. Phoenix Suns had 119. Milwaukee Bucks had 123. Devin Booker had 40 points. I'm like, oh, my God, like one more game, the Phoenix Suns are going to win. I'm like, this is crazy. Like what, what's going on? CP3 not showing up for real. They just weren't closing out games. Like all of these games that they lost initially after game three was close. Six points away from um, in game four, um, four points away in game five. And they're just losing. And I'm like, bro, like what is going on? Y'all, they're 3-2. Game six come. Uh, my birthday was July 19th, right? So I'm in Champaign at school. I come back home on the 20th. I get home. I'm pumped. I'm ready for the game. I'm like, man, CP3, you know, D-Book, they finna come through. Because, I mean, the game is on the line. Like, bro, the championship is on the line. So I'm like, I know dang well, like, they not finna sit right here and let these people beat them. Y'all, they let them beat them. Oh, my God. Game six, July 20th, Milwaukee Bucks won a championship, 105. Phoenix Suns had seven, I mean, 98. So they lost. They had a seven-point difference. Giannis came out there and was getting 
buckets. He was eating, y'all, okay? This man wanted it. He wanted it bad. Um, there's so many ways we can literally break down this series. It's ridiculous. But basically, first, I'll just start off with just talking about the last game, right? Last game, D-Book, I mean, where were you? There were, first of all, I, I will be honest. Phoenix Suns were not getting the calls they deserved. There were a lot of times that D-Book got fouled and things like that. He wasn't getting any calls. I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is ridiculous. Are the refs going to call anything? You know, referees, seriously, I just wonder, like, I just don't understand why they're making all this money. Like, they're, the calls that they call are terrible. The calls that they miss, they just need glasses. Like, I'm just confused. Like, as a player, we hated referees. They always got it wrong nine times out of ten, right? And so they were just making some really terrible calls, in my personal opinion. Y'all don't have to agree with me. But for me, personally, I think they they slacked on a lot of things, right? Cool. D-Book also wasn't showing up. Turnovers. DeAndre Aiden looked like baby food to Giannis, y'all. I'm talking about Giannis was hooping on his boy, making him look like a little boy, and Giannis was a grown man. I'm like, what the? Y'all, Aiden was getting ate up, <laughs> ate up on his defensive end and on offense. I mean, I'm literally watching a game. CP3's passing him the ball. D-Book, somebody's passing the ball. This man is blowing wide open layups. I'm like, at this point, this is bad. Like, are y'all seriously about to blow this game? I'm like, oh, my God. It starts dwindling down. You can see that they're, they're losing faith. Fake trying to fight back is not working. Giannis and PJ Tucker are low-key hype. It's like a minute left. They excited. They celebrate. I'm like, oh, my God, not Giannis about to win his first ring. Like, no. And I'm so happy. I usually be betting money on stuff, right? Because I'm just, I just be betting with friends like, hey, you know, I usually my predictions are always right. This time, I think God was really looking out for your girl because I was going to lose my money because clearly the Suns just didn't come to play. They didn't want it bad enough. Giannis, the Milwaukee Bucks, Chris Middleton, Forbes, Drew Holiday, uh, shout out to all of those guys. They wanted it bad enough, okay? They definitely did, and it showed. I mean, they went on a four-game winning streak in the finals. Four games. Suns couldn't close it out not one time, right? And so Giannis really just came, and he did his thing, and he did what he had to do. And what's so funny to me, you know, if you're an avid listener of my podcast, you know I'm not the hugest Giannis fan. I kind of think his game is a little one-dimensional. You know, um, he's usually always missing his free throws. We got audiences chanting uh, down to 10 now <laughs> doing his free throws. And I just think he has a lot to work on in terms of, you know, the just the jump shot and really just the, the shot and things like that, right? He's dribbling, all of those things. But when I tell y'all, this man put up 50 in the NBA Finals continuously dominated this team without even having a jump shot and without having all of the things that he needs to improve without having those things. Seriously, I am not the biggest Giannis fan, but I'm never going to hate on greatness. If he perfects his shot, if he perfects his free throws, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Giannis is going to be running the league. In my personal opinion, simply because I mean he's I mean he's massive, probably zero body fat, literally put up fifty when he has clear clear weaknesses that everybody every analyst every player everybody wants to talk about and point out. But to still come through in a series like that in your first time being in the finals to have that poise and just to dominate like that, like whoa, 
like Giannis, you doing your stuff. So I, I mean, the, props up to Giannis. Like, what can you say? He killed it. He took advantage of the opportunity when the spotlight was on him. He showed, hey, I deserved that MVP last year, even though I didn't think he did. But hey, he earned his finals MVP this year. And he's been killing it. And it's just like, whoa. Like, you're doing your stuff, Giannis, for real, right? So that was just really clear. Um, and then I just want to talk about some pointers after the game. So I'm super happy, super happy for Giannis and the Bucks. I mean, people getting their first ring. He was so ecstatic and happy. You seen PJ Tucker. I know in PJ's mind, he's like, I'm glad in the hell they traded me from Houston. Okay. That man got traded and literally got his first ring on a new team in the first year. Like, it's crazy to me. Um, just to think like how little small things can change your life. Right. Because Drew Holiday was traded there. We thought it was a good pickup for the Bucks, And I don't think that without these pieces, such as Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday or PJ or all of those things, I don't think the Bucks would have won. But it just, to me, like winning championships, every every time, I always say this, every time I watch the ceremonies and I see the players happy, is really just a testament, in my opinion, to trusting the process. Like they literally trust the process and reap the benefits. Giannis has been in the league for a while. He came from a little skinny scrub to a grown man that's super built, super muscular, and has just developed his game continuously. And so is Chris Middleton. Um, he ain't superstar status, but he's a star. And he continuously came through, and he's been consistent with them. Um, and that's just amazing. Drew Holiday, like all of these extra pieces who have really changed the trajectory of their organization over there, is just brilliant. Like, it's just amazing. And so that's just was really dope to see. Just happy to see other people just winning and, and, and just that feeling. I'm sure you feel like you're on top of the world, literally, right? Let's talk about the Suns, though. Let's get into it. Game's over. Bucks won. And the first person I have my eyes on, because he's such an emotional being, is Chris Paul. I'm like, okay, what is he going to do? You know, I'm huge on sportsmanship. I'm huge on you should congratulate people no matter if you won or if you lost, right? Pay respects. It wasn't easy to get here. Um, winning a championship is not easy. It's hard, right? Y'all, Chris Paul didn't shake hands with anybody, didn't acknowledge anybody, did not say congratulations to anybody. He literally was mad that he lost the game and went through the, to the locker room. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable, in my opinion. You're a whole veteran. Like, people look up to you. People around people around here, me, I, I'm even calling you point God, CP3. You know, and if you listen to my episode on um, leadership, right, with Adam Figman, he talked about his interview with CP3 and talking about leadership. And CP3 was talking about leadership and talking about it has to be innate and also disciplined and work for it. And you're literally preaching all of these things in a slam magazine, but you can't back up what you're saying. Leadership is knowing how to still be mature when you don't come out on top, to learn from it, to congratulate these young bucks who literally grew up watching you and wanted to be in the position you were in one day. And the least you could have did was congratulate him. Like you literally just walked out, bro. That's just insensitive. It was just crazy. And Monty Williams went into their locker room, the Suns coach later to just congratulate Giannis and just really tell him about everything. But it was just seriously like, are y'all serious right now? Like, CP3, are you serious? And it's just be grateful, bruh. Like, you're not going to get here again. I mean, let's be real. I don't know what you guys think, but I don't think CP3 is ever going to get to a finals again. And I think he might as well just stay with the Bucks, 
finish out his career there, um, continue to add to them and learn and, and teach actually those young bucks and those people. But I don't think, I think this was the closest he had to getting the ring and um, he didn't get it. He didn't get it. Waited how many years for this? About 13, no, no. What was it? I don't know. He's waited a, uh, more than 10 years for this and really worked his way here and been with different teams, the Clippers, all of these places. And they didn't finish strong. Like the moment came and it just, it was not executed. Right. And so I was just really upset about that. I thought it was really lame that he just left out and didn't congratulate anybody. Like you're too emotional, bruh. And, and on this TV screen, all you see is uh, Devin Booker, like, dang, like, dang. He looks up at the at the jumbotron and the scoreboard, and he's like, "Dang!" And I'm like, "Yeah, bruh, y'all didn't close it out, you know." But he's young, and he's a superstar in the making for real. And I think that um, he didn't show up though. He didn't show up when his team needed him the most, and um, he'll just really like have to go back to film, really evaluate it, really figure out. Excuse me, y'all. Where? should I get better? How can I get better? You know, because of course the goal is to always get back to that point. I don't know when the Phoenix Suns will, because we got the Warriors coming back. We got the Lakers with Russ. We got so many factors now. The NBA is just becoming more exciting and interesting to me, honestly. But I mean, wow. Giannis won finals MVP. You got majority of the whole Bucks with their first ring on the team. I remember Bobby Portis was trash here in Chicago, and now he got a ring. Um, just so many factors and so many things. And all of the Antetokounmpo brothers have rings now, right? Um, that's amazing. A whole family full of champions. And something that I love that Giannis said is, you know, we can talk about his game. We can talk about his free throws, which actually – he made it was like he couldn't miss in the last finals game. It's like, oh my God. But just shout out to him, bro. He took advantage of his weakness and tried to make it a strength in as short amount of time as possible, you know, for um his team to win a championship. And one thing he said was, nobody can take this away from me. And they can't. Nobody can ever take away from you that they that you're a champion. You know what I'm saying? And so I really wish CP3 could have had the opportunity to say that. But in my opinion, everything happens for a reason. And it goes to who wants it bad. Y'all really just out there hooping. So whoever wants the, the championship the baddest and to be named the king of the court, they're going to go get it. And clearly the Bucks were. So that's just really my opinion on the finals. Um, this is not how I planned for it to play out, y'all. I thought the Lakers could have possibly been here. Um, I didn't want the Bucks to advance. I was just wanted to see the Hawks because I knew they were going to get ate up by the Suns, but it was a young team, and I just wanted to see Trey Young really take somebody to his first finals. Just the, you know, I'm I'm an underdog girl, right? I'm always rooting for everybody who's the underdog. Um, but we didn't see that happen, and the best person won. And it's just kind of one of those things, like, even though I am not the most raving fan of Giannis, you can't do anything but just smile, be happy. Like, he literally just sat on the bench and was just looking up and just crying and like, thank you, God, like, I'm a champion, I won. And it's just like, how can you not be happy for him? How can I not put a smile on your face? I mean, this man is on top of the world. And shout out Hollis Brown. Hollis has a, a podcast called The Outnumber Pod. Um, she was looking for a job for a while, got into the Milky, Milwaukee Bucks system uh, recent, man, I would say a couple months ago, not even that too long ago, literally a few months ago. And now she's with an organization who's a champion. Like, imagine, you know, it's just crazy how things work, right? I love to be a part of the org because I definitely want my own ring. We're going to get it one day, y'all. I'm going to figure out how to do it. <laughs> but, I mean, 
it's just amazing. And I just wanted to recap the, you know, the end of the season. NBA season is over. Uh, we're going to see what's happening. The next uh, podcast about basketball is going to be about the draft and, and trades we really got coming up. But, man, for all the Milwaukee Bucks fans out there, I know y'all are lit. Y'all are lit on a parade day. So congratulations to y'all. Congrats to Giannis. And really just an encouragement for Devin Booker. Just go watch the film. Um take in this moment and try to go get better and CP3 stop being a sore loser bro like grow up give congratulations to everybody and really just reflect on what do you want your legacy to be because at this point it's probably not gonna be a championship you know so you just gotta live with that um and yeah I don't think CP3 is gonna give up he's not gonna retire anything but we just gonna see what happens right and I think this year to be honest the championship went to the most healthy team you know the Nets lost because Harden wasn't healthy, Kyrie wasn't healthy, just all of these factors. AD wasn't healthy with the Lakers, Braun wasn't healthy, um, Jamal Murray, uh, Torres ACL, Kawhi, uh, partial ACL tear, just all of these injuries that we had this season, right? And so I really think the championship came down to the healthiest team, and Jamal Murray tweeted that, you know, after he tore his ACL. And so it's just really interesting how this played out. Um, I think a lot of the injuries had to do with the – bad management of Adam Silver in terms of making the season so quick just because y'all needed revenue. But these players' bodies were at risk. We've never seen so many injuries continuously back-to-back in one season before. Like, it's crazy. Um, Just wishing all of the NBA players the time to recover well, to work on their bodies, to really get mentally right. And, y'all, we back at it again when the season starts. I need to figure out when the season starts. I don't know if they've announced a date. But uh, it's lit, y'all. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review if you haven't. Um, Also, on Apple Podcasts, share with a friend. Post on social media if you're listening to this. And I appreciate y'all, and I will catch y'all on the next episode. We out.